Welcome to Secrets, the recent winner of the Black Podcasters Listeners Love Award, where KP and PR share their knowledge and experiences in corporate America to advocate for creating generational wealth for the village. Here's how our listener describes Secrets. Keith and Ricky talk about everything in the workplace and beyond that you've always wanted to know about but never really felt comfortable asking. From microaggressions to being your authentic self to systemic racism, KP and PR provide some of the most excellent career advice on the market. And in season six, these brothers will continue coming with hot fire on how to stay on code and trying to reach and exceed your career aspirations, how to use your power and privilege for good, and how to survive the same old corporate performative acts. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, want to challenge you, as well as corporate America, to be better and do better. So fill up those cups and welcome to season six. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Secrets. Ricky, what's going on today, my partner? Man, KP, I was just having a regular check-in, you know, call with one of our Secrets alumni coaching clients earlier, and we spent quite a bit of time just talking about you know, his new role that he has been in for about, you know, about a year and some change now. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about like what it took for him to get that role. Yeah, okay. Like yeah. we spent a whole bunch of time, you know, talking to him and trying to work some things out, but we were focused on the, on the journey of how he was able to get prepared to receive his blessing, AKA get that gig. Oh yeah. Get that good gig. Yeah. That's get the right. bag. Right. Yeah. You know, with that, that reputable company in biotech, right. Cause this is again, one of those sacred, you oh, know, yeah, types that's of one jobs. We ain't never in. Yeah, exactly. Now KP, I want to take a, a moment to set the scene with his journey as this brother did everything that he was supposed to do to get to the next level. I mean, everything, everything, but you know, this sounds so familiar because we know how this is going to end. It's just like reading one of them fairy tales. Yeah. Well, you know where the ending is going to be, but you got to keep on, but you got to keep on reading. You just got to keep on doing it. And you know, like the thing about it, you know, for me is just trying to help him break through to the director and above ranks at his company. Right. Because we talk about the generational wealth. We talk about all the things that kind of come with it. Mm hmm. And this was one of those those pieces. It's one of those moments. And, you know, it's always you find these rare talents. You got a brother here, you know, in biotech and everything else, got all the credentials, got all the education, the work experience, the industry experience. It's that purple unicorn that we talk about all the time, you know? Yep. But there's always a yeah, but. (laughs) Yeah, that scenario. Scenario or ending to the story. There's Mm -hmm. always something else where. No matter how much talent you have to showcase and do all the things, there's always one more step you got to take. One more thing you got to do or some additional training you got to take, jumping through some hoops. Yep. Yep. You know, and so really helping folks advocate and get to the next level is really what this is all about. Right, right, right. It's always some extra stuff, extra you know, stuff. there that, that needs to happen. And KP, I mean, it's almost like. You know, what you have explained, you know, in this situation, like you couldn't have done it any better. It's almost like you were in the the discussion with our alumni coaching client with me. And to make this brother's journey that much more meaningful. okay, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to understand why we are calling out the behavior displayed by the person that we thought was a mentor and had the responsibility as a sponsor like this behavior was so deplorable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like KP, I wish I was making this stuff up, but sadly it's all true. But you can't make it up. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. Make it Remember up. we talked about the book one day. That's right. right. We write the That's book. right. We're going to write the book. The book called, yeah. You can't make this shit up. That's you know, right. it's going to be in the book. Right. Okay. But 
And and this story will sound very similar to a large portion of our Secrets Village experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Because we, we talk to people every day you yeah. know, about this. I'm speaking about, and I'm getting ready to jump into it. I'm speaking about the behavior of a female white leader at the VP level, meaning they have influence, okay? That was an executive sponsor for a black employee resource group, an ERG, mm-hmm. who was publicly awarded for her perceived advocacy to DEI and marginalized employees, who was a mentor and even a sponsor for a ton of black and brown aspiring leaders. Mm-hmm. I'm not done. Okay. Not done. <laughs> Someone who was invited to the cookout. Not the cookout. The cookout. Okay. Oh, it's over now. And now you know at the cookout, like, I mean, you know, they... They had to cook out doing the wobble, <laughs> the Cuban shuffle. To the you, left, to the left, you know, to the left. At the damn cookout. So we calling them family. Yeah, okay? okay. Like, we, like we, we're, we're so, you would have thought that she was like so connected and trusted by the community. You know how we let everybody in. We, we let, yeah, we let the, if we, you cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going to let the fox in the hen house. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Cool. But you would have thought like as down as she was, you would have thought, that she was playing the sax next to Bill Clinton. Not Bill Clinton. Yeah, man, because you know everybody like to say he was you black. Know, now, you know, that you, first black president. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Which he wasn't. <laughs> Which okay, he wasn't. But <laughs> he was cool and he endeared himself to us. We're not even going to talk about some of the stuff that happened in terms of sending ah, black folks to prison, like... you know, and all of that type of stuff. But again, ah. we let him in the hen house. Now, here is the criminal part of this story, okay? This leader on several occasions had multiple open positions within her own organization and could have and should have hired one of the talented people on her mentee list mm-hmm. to include this brother that we mentioned in the very beginning of the show. Yeah, And yeah. she never hired him or anyone else with melanin in their skin. Mm-hmm. Okay? And doing all that stuff. Right, doing all that. Made it look like it now. She, yeah. got, she got rewarded for it. And to make it even worse, she never even signed off on any of this talent to work in any other business units in a promotional or stretch assignment perspective either mm. what part of the game is this keith this is crazy <laughs> this is really <laughs> this is crazy it's it's crazy and i was like you know sometimes we just get hot this is like one of those hottest fish grease moments yeah, yeah exactly you know, it's just like what is going on yeah and in fact this is like almost criminal at yeah. the end of the day but that's why we are gonna get all the way on code today yeah and talk about this situation and point it out and how to see it and recognize it because it ain't right not not at all not at all it's not right and in today's episode we're gonna call out this fake allyship and camouflage sponsorship that occurs in corporate america we'll provide receipts on where corporate America's public allyships do not match the results. And we'll close out by providing four secrets on how leaders who have power can use it for good. Man, look, and the first thing that I'm going to say, you know, here, right, when I start thinking about my experience in corporate America, and you know, me being in HR, mm-hmm. I see this shit all you the time. You see it all the time. Okay. And, and, and again, it's up to me to try to call it out, but this is why Keith and I are going to talk to you about it. Yep. Okay. We always hear this issue with, why someone with all of these impeccable credentials can't get to the next level. And you'll hear a leader, a PNL leader, yeah. a person with the ability to make things happen, say, yeah, I think I just would like to see them have like some additional training. Yeah. We're going to send them off to this, yeah. this course or yeah. whatever. I mean, whether it's a course that we made up, you know, where we can talk about experiences, we can get them to be executive ready. We can, because when it comes up, we want to make sure that, that there's no issues. No issues. We're trying to help them and be supportive, or I need to see them get 
additional certifications. Yep. I mean, like in HR, you're getting a PHR, the GPHR, you right. getting the DEI <laughs> certificate. You're getting all of these things. All that stuff. Okay, but when the job is open, it ain't helping you get to the it, next it, level. You still ain't getting the job. This is this is the yeah but scenario. This, yeah, you 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 did it, but you know I really would like to see you you know do something else. Do something else. Now here it is. You this is Linus in the football over here, right? This is all the time. The, 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 Charlie Brown. They moving the football, moving the goalposts, moving the goalposts you know, every on, single time. And we talk about this a lot. Whereas, like as a black person, you got to check the box like ten times, two times over before you even get the opportunity, which is crazy. And then we got our brothers and sisters out here with their resumes and they got like 25 acronyms on their resume <laughs> it don't mean shit yeah don't exactly mean, don't move the needle at all we are helping people right now who have mds yes. who have phds that's right you know who have MBAs. mbas jds like these are people yep. who should you know realistically be categorized as a talented 10th yep and they're having these issues with yeah talking. can't get a job they're asking them to go back and get additional education right and the person who's generally asking you to do that don't Ain't have it that. themselves. They don't, <laughs> even have right. it. don't even have it. Moving on. You know, and it's crazy because you got, you're going to ask me to do some extra stuff to yep. get the job. Or if you give me an opportunity, you're not going to make it like the real job. You're going to say, you can be the interim. Yeah. We're going to see how you handle this. All right. We're going to see how you handle this. So I'm going to make you the interim CFO or the interim CMO or the interim whatever it is so that you can prove yourself and get an opportunity to just show how you show up and see if you can actually do the job on a real and full-time basis. And, and, and never mind that when you came into the role, there's a strong possibility that you took a bit of a position cut, right? you know, or mm -hmm. a pay cut to come here. Like you've done this before, but the excuse is, well, we haven't really seen you demonstrate you That's know, right. the skill set. Right. You're like, wait a minute, but I just came from a blue chip company. Right. Wait a minute. I just had P&L responsibilities. So I came here because I wanted to be a part of the organization. That's right. And now I've set myself back, mm -hmm. you know, again. Or on the flip side, even if you internal and they give you the interim role, you done already been doing 25, 30, 50 percent of what the role already mm -hmm. is already mm -hmm. in your previous role. And then you still going to be interim because ain't, it ain't good enough yet. And two other you, things on this because you know, look, I've done this and this, 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 I'm still hot about this. Okay. Right. So you're going to get the interim role. And most of the time they won't even do a salary adjustment. Right. They probably won't even do a, a, um, give you a little bonus. Yeah. A, a, a spot bonus. Right. They, they won't do those things. And typically, you know, even when this stuff happens, you don't even, you, you have to end up training the person that they hire. Right. To do the damn job. Right. <laughs> right. And to add insult to injury, you get the interim title and then they want to run a search. <laughs> you, now we've you, seen you, this. You didn't check all the boxes for the last six, nine, 12 months. Yes, yeah, sometimes even 18 months. Right. Then done all the stuff, mm -hmm. met all the metrics, and now you're going to start a search. Yeah. I mean, we see this all of the time. Like, the, the, we see this in sports all the time where there's interim coaches that take yes. the team mm -hmm. and they, they they do this stuff. Yeah, and, they win the last six games of the season yeah, or whatever, yeah. getting the playoffs. Yep. Yep. And we, they, they get the team to do miraculous things that haven't been done in 10, 15, 20 years, yep. right? And now you got an interview for the job? Right. <laughs> like, oh, you may even have a job. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, 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 exactly. And now they get mad when they make you, like, when you're the intern, they hired somebody else, you got to coach them, and then you quit. Like, you right. leave, and it's like, 
well, we had a position for him. We, you know, we really wanted him to stay on, but we really That's appreciated right. his contribution. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We wanted him to be the assistant special teams coach now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Keith? The, the, the other thing that comes to mind for me is when you're asked, you know, at this point to take a lateral move. All the time. Okay. Or, All the time. Or to do a developmental opportunity. So I'm already a director and you want me to be a director for another department. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or you want me to be in a department that I have really no history, you know, with you want to like give me this so that I can try to do something else. But I think this is a bit, you know, of a Jedi mind trick. Right. Because I'm I'm doing the job. Why won't you just promote me in this role right here? Or, you know, give me a senior director or give me a VP job somewhere else. But you I've demonstrated enough you know, for exactly. you, whether it be me being enrolled for three, four years, but now you want to see me be a director for a larger business unit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, all that really means is now I got more headache. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I've done the work. Done you know, I've work. done the work. You done know? the work. But now, put in the time. exactly. But mm-hmm. now you want to see me start the clock over mm-hmm. and be now a director. And a lot of times in my, in my history, when someone wants you to do a, a lateral move or a developmental opportunity, that's really a stall tactic by corporate America, right? That stall tactic is if you go into this new role, I'm going to ask you to be in that role for 18 to 24 months. Yes, exactly. Okay. In a developmental role. Oh yeah. 18 to 24 months. So that's, that's right. usually let's put them over here. That's you right. Know, and have them develop, and we don't have to have this. And we're gonna this promote conversation. this other person in the meantime. In the meantime, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And into a role, and then they're gonna be in the next role. Twenty four months when you get out, well, they like two or three levels above you now, and y'all are peers. Yeah, at, and, you know, at the same time. And, and now, when you get ready to leave, Keith, I'm like, look, I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, right. I was trying to help you out. Now That's you right. want to be impatient. I did you a favor. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, look, I helped you. I you helped know, and now, and this, this is how you repay me. That's right. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> like they say in New York, get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. <laughs> For real. Stuff. For real. Get out of here. And the last one, you know, even even when you get the promotion or the opportunity, then they're going to put you on some turnaround shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now it's okay. Okay. The, the ERP implementation is all mucked up. Yep. Yep. Ricky, come help us out. Mm-hmm. You know, put with, in that new HR system. With no resources that's right. and we, no funding. That's right. For the last two years, we'd have had these people in here and it's all mucked up. Come and fix it mm-hmm. for me. Or they put you on a team that's all messed up and dysfunctional. Or even say, Ricky, you know, you have done all these things. We're going to let you lead the division now. Mm-hmm. You're going to lead to the, you know, the smallest division that we have. The one that's losing the money. It's all <laughs> fucked up. Come help us out. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a chance for you to show what you can do. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> like 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 my grandma used to say, this is right here is turning shit into shit. Right. Okay. Like, right. <laughs> we need you to, we know it's funky. We know it's we difficult. Know it's we want you to make it smell good. And then. As soon as you get in there, no sooner than you get in there, call it two, three months. They're making it all be your responsibility now. So when it's time for you right. to get that review, they're like, well, you know, you didn't re- you didn't quite do what we needed you to do. <laughs> Never mind. It was jacked up when they gave it. That's to right. You. But okay. it's improved by 50 percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but, and it's still jacked up. We're talking about it improved by 50 percent. So when they gave it to you, it was at a negative integer. Right. OK. <laughs> and they want you to, like, make a miracle, miracle. you know, here. Right. That's right. And now you're being held accountable. Held accountable for that. Yeah. But this is what we're talking about in terms of what we have to deal with. You know, on a regular basis, this is the types of assignments and whatnot that we're asked to to do. You yes. know, here, no, no doubt. And the impact of all of this is like 
really to like have to deal with this stuff all the time really depletes your mental spirit, right? Yeah. And your physical energy. Yeah. At the end of the day, you, you, you start to lose confidence and wonder like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What is, and this goes back to that whole thing. You're not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when you start getting tired of being tired. You are not crazy. Right. And this, if it continues to happen over time and time and time again, this is that whole generational wealth impact that it starts to have mm-hmm. because this stuff starts to multiply. Yeah, yeah, that negative impact to the generational wealth is stuff that this these is the un the untold truths the untold you know truth. here, right? But the moral of the story, man, for me is we, the village, yeah, and anyone that witnesses this type of behavior that we've been talking about, like we have to stop rewarding people and not holding them accountable. I mean, there should not be any more benefiting from holding us down. No, not at all. Not at all. It don't make any sense. Yeah. That's right. And we already talked about this. The demographics is changing. Eventually, it's going to happen anyway, whether people try to hold it right, back right. or not. But still, at the same point in time, we got to fight the good fight today mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because all of this is just crazy. But now, you it's know, crazy. Keith, I mean, this is the part I know people think we get all emotional and we just be putting the extra zero on it, you know, and doing all of these things. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to this is the part of the show when we let people know. That you're really not crazy. We're not making, there's a reason why this is an episode that we're talking about. So these are the receipts. Okay. We're going to share some receipts on power and privilege in the workplace. Yeah. And this whole thing is about talking about, you know, power and privilege and what it's all about. And according to a study by the Center for Creative Leadership, you know, nearly 60% of people who responded to their survey believe that their organizations are really trying to empower people at all levels. And 53% of those also agree that their organization rewards leaders for empowering people, right? So that Mm -hmm. all sounds good. But however, more than half stated that power is only concentrated amongst a few select Mm -hmm. individuals in their organization, with 28% saying they agree that power is actually misused by top leadership within their organizations. And only 29% believe that their organizations actually teach their leaders how to effectively leverage their power at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you got this whole dynamic of, you know, companies saying or people believing that their company is trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it ain't translating on the other end at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I completely understand. I mean, again, this is, it, this is, we always say do, do as I say, yes. you know, not as I do. Right. You know, this is the, this is the, the, the receipt, yep. you know, here that shows something ain't quite right. Yeah. yeah. You it's know, a, here, little right? Yeah, exactly. a little disconnected. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know what I said. I know what I'm doing and what I, what, what I said to do yes. don't quite match, but never mind. That. Never mind. That. That's <laughs> yeah, right. ne- ne- never mind. that. You know, <laughs> look, receipt number two. According to leadership statistics collected by Zipia, 83% of organizations believe it's important to develop leaders at every level of the company. Yet only 5% of businesses have implemented leadership development at all levels. That's, okay? that's a 78% gap. Yeah, exactly. And while 78% of business leaders actively and regularly focus on engaging you know, with their employees, only 48% of employees view their company's leadership as high quality. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're not getting the right amount of leadership and engagement and attention that that's so important. Yeah. I mean, here's the do say ratio. I mean, right. we're like, we're like, I mean, the reality is, is we're talking about folks who, who 
are vying to be top 100 companies to work for and they're touting how well they cultivate talent and they're doing mm-hmm. all of these things yep. and it sounds good yeah but something ain't right something ain't right that's right <laughs> and the stuff that you put on your website about leadership development being important and all this other stuff and we cultivate leaders and then yeah. ain't nobody doing it exactly this is again when we go back to the performative acts totally performative mm-hmm so the third receipt, Zipia also pointed out that U.S. businesses spend $166 billion a year on leadership development. Per year. $166 billion per year. But the needle ain't moving <laughs> at the end of the day. Because while women account for nearly 40% of managers and companies, they only account for 20% of CEO positions and only 10% of Fortune 500 CEO positions. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And since the Fortune 500 list was first established in 1955, wow, there have only been 22 black CEOs of companies on that list. And currently there are only five. 22. Total ever <laughs> since 1955. Wow. And there's five right now, which is the highest that has ever been in terms of total numbers at one point in time. But it's still messed up. So, so when we're sitting over here celebrating like the success, right. like we've really done something, right? Like we really haven't. We ain't done nothing. Like I mean, we spent all seriously. that money, but it ain't moving the needle in terms of moving people through the organization right. and putting them in positions of power. But we're gonna celebrate the five that we got. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna <laughs> celebrate the twenty, the twenty-two that we've had over time. Over you time. Know? And, and if this right here doesn't get you fired up in terms of being on code and saying that this shit needs to change. Right. Like, I don't know what will. Well. So, so look, Keith, the last receipt, receipt number four here that I want to discuss is, and the ground is moving for leaders. Yes. Okay. Like it's li- literally moving according to several recent leadership studies post COVID. Okay. This is real time now, right? Post COVID 86% of people expect business leaders to lead them on societal problems that uh, um, affect them. More than public leaders. Yeah. So we're, we're asking more of our work, you yes. know, leaders than we're asking of elected officials. Absolutely. We expect <laughs> more of them now. It's like, yeah. you're going to lead the conversation because right. we don't trust them. Exactly. That. That's right. Traditional leadership is being replaced. Modern leaders using mentoring, connection, and employer recognition to inspire more great work. Mm-hmm. And 68% of people think that business leaders should take over when their governments fail to address societal issues. I mean, which which is key because a lot of people getting in the race sometimes and getting into politics yep. are business leaders, are yep. corporate leaders who Absolutely. have some gravitas or semblance of respect there. So we get challenged by some folks on why we spend so much time mm-hmm. talking about systemic racism, sexism, and homophobia. But this receipt shows that expectations are shifting. Yeah. Okay. And leaders need to get on board or get swept away. That's right. At some point. At some point. That's yep. right. And it's like, hey, if you don't talk about these things and stand up, I mean, we didn't see, I mean, look at Target. Yeah. You know, they were doing the right thing. They got mm-hmm. the pride selection in the stores and all the things. And then somebody starts complaining. They pull back. That's all messed up. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. nobody want to shop at Target on mm-hmm. either side because of all that. Because you can't be a coward these days. You're going to have yeah. to step up and step in it. They, they, because they that's gonna, what we expect. They, they are going to ask the difficult question at the all-hands meeting. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to try to see who we're donating money to as a corporate organization. Yep. You know what social movements, you know, we're, we're dealing with, who who you're voting for. Yes. You know, who you're donating. Like all of those things are going to be important. And, are, and employees are going to hold you to task. Yes. Okay. So if you don't think it matters, it does. So now look, Keith, I think, again, this is the part of the show when we start talking about solutions, right? Today, we want to provide four secrets on how to use your power for good. Secret number one, be a mentor or a sponsor. Secret number two, help others be seen and heard. Secret number three, roll up your sleeves. Secret number four, open the door for others. So KP, talk about secret number one. Yeah, that's secret number one, be a uh, mentor or a sponsor. I mean, we've beat this horse to death, Ricky. We talk about this so many times. But again, we are not going to make progress as people if we don't help each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to teach one. We got to reach back and grab one. We got to show young ones the ropes. We got to give those who have been overlooked for a long time the opportunities to be able to showcase their skills and their abilities. And we got to be generous with information. Mm -hmm. I mean, Secrets is built on that. That's the whole point of this show, right? Is like, we're telling you the secrets on how you can bust through all of this stuff. So, and there's a lot of ways of of sharing without disclosing personal and confidential information. We do it all the time. We've done it a hundred and X amount of times already, right? Talking about it, but you got to share that information and be willing to like reach back, teach all the things if we're going to really move the needle. Yeah, and when you think about moving the needle, I mean, we're, we're talking about we're, we're sharing that information and, and, and realistically being a mentor, a sponsor. This is, as you said, this is why we even started Secrets, because we could impact more people at scale, at scale. than that's we right. could individually. And because of that, that's where the $8 million in total compensation you know, increases comes, in. comes, comes into play, right? That's because right. You, it's evergreen. You can listen to this and this ain't changing. Well, it ain't changing. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't changing. changing the three years since you started. I know that. Exactly. <laughs> so, so look, secret number two, you have to help others be seen and heard. And we talked about the, 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 the lady in the very beginning, yep. that leader, that white female VP who had the opportunity. Yeah. She like, in the room. And what she, it she used them to help her be seen yes. and to help herself be heard. But she had a responsibility to help others. To help so others. if you hear a good idea from someone who does not typically speak up or witness good work from someone who is not typically visible, be doubly sure that others hear it and they know, hey, you know, that came from Keith. Yeah. Do you know, like right. I am hey, in a conversation I have with Keith and look, Keith always comes up with great ideas. And I, and, and I hear them all the time and I take them for granted. I want to make sure that other people hear it. Yeah. It really is not that difficult. It, it's not that hard. And we know it's particularly for women, you know, they'll say something in the meeting room and then five minutes later, a dude then said the same shit that she just said yeah. and get all the credit. Absolutely. But, and, and it's but to be the stand up person is yep. to say that Lisa said that five minutes ago it, yep. and it was a great idea then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, a- a- absolutely. Right? And I think we were talking about, you know, our sister Yolanda Jackson, who makes it a habit, yes. you know, out of doing this as a, yeah. C- uh, a female, you know, CEO for a nonprofit. She does this all the time. So, again, be doubly sure that that these others are heard, that people know about it and give credit, as you said, Keith, where credit is due. Yep. And if people naturally look to you for answers or action, consider sharing the spotlight. You ain't got to have all the shine. All, all the shine. Okay? All the time. Whether by allowing someone less visible to send out that email, to sit near the front of that conference table, 
deliver that presentation and or answer that question. Yeah. Like, what is it going to hurt? It ain't going to hurt. I mean, at the end of the day, it actually makes you look better because Absolutely. this comes from your talent tree. Absolutely. And it makes you look like an inclusive leader at right. the end of the day, which is we already talked about the landscape changing. Yes. Right. And this is part of that landscape changing. Right. Secret number three is you got to roll up your sleeves. You can't be the prima donna in the room just mm-hmm. because you have a position of power, right? Don't count on women to take notes at every meeting. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> or do the majority of kind of that office housework, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, the trash and setting up for the, the luncheons and, right, right. and all the stuff the like party, that. Right? Up the party, setting up for the party. Who done ordered the flowers? Right. You know, all of those <laughs> types of all things. All that stuff, right? And don't volunteer your BIPOC and LGBTQ colleagues to, like, be the lead in all the DEI work or 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 take on that office housework that I was just talking about because that's typically what happens, yep. right? It's just like, you do it. Or or just because I raise my hand and say I help, it's okay for you to say, that's okay, I got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to do it this time. Yeah, I, I'm going to do it. And, and if you don't mind, let me uh, count on you just to like help me make sure I didn't miss anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. So again, you got to do your part. And teach through showing rather than telling at some points in time. Yeah. I mean, look, we have a very close friend that we both know mm-hmm. who actually did everything that this horrible company, you know, mm-hmm. asked them to do by way of being the spokesperson for DEI. Yeah. You know, being able to put their story as a as a black LGBTQ plus employee, mm-hmm. you know, individual doing this. And when they were done with them. Yep. They was done with them. Done. You know, forget about this person now being on the company website, you right. know, and putting out <laughs> Did employees, all the videos. Yeah, employee spotlight stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. When they was done with them, they was done with them. Done. Like we see this stuff happen all the time. Again, rather than ask that individual to, to, to represent your organization, mm-hmm. why don't you as a leader do your part? Roll do up your sleeves. You do the work and put your story of or your journey for getting knowledge or for right. doing the right thing. That's out right. There. Or being a good ally. Yeah, exactly. A, a visible ally. That's right. Look in the last secret, you know, here, secret number four is open the door for others. We always talk about the importance of sending the elevator back down and, mm-hmm. and, and, and getting talent to come back up, but make the most of your position. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this is, as yep. we talk about why we even started secrets, there is a responsibility that we have mm-hmm. that we want to give back to the community. We want to give back to our village. We want to see, us win. Yes. Okay. And what we have to realize is everybody doesn't want to necessarily see us win. No. Okay. <laughs> Most of Yeah, exactly. But this is what we're saying is take this as a responsibility, make an introduction, you yeah. know, to individuals. If you are in a power position, introduce people that you're speaking to open up your book of contacts or connections with other folks, yes. right? Give someone an opportunity to shine on a new project assignment. You know, if it's a, if it's an event, to go yep. to, let somebody else accompany you on that event. Absolutely. That's right. And this, this all ties back into that sponsorship loop, too. I mean, neither one of us would have made it where we are today without somebody opening the door for us. Yeah. I mean, I didn't pull myself up by my own boots. Yeah. So that that whole thing is like, <laughs> it is like one of the greatest BS stories ever told. Yeah, exactly. You can pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make it through. Mm-hmm. It, Everybody needs some help. Everybody yeah. got help. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody doesn't want to necessarily acknowledge, acknowledge help, you know, that they got some help. But I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made it 
you know, That's without right. without without God, mm-hmm. you know, being in my life, but with also some really good people, mm-hmm. you know, in my life, really Absolutely. being honest, you know, yes, with me. for sure. And so as we wrap up and start to wrap up today's podcast, you can find more resources on these secrets and receipts that we talked about today by going to our website, secrets.com and looking in those show notes for the episode. There's some good resources in there for you. Yeah. So, look, we're going to be uh, playing in season six here, we we like we're not we're gonna be playing like this real serious role in terms of being able to make sure that we that we call shit out. Yes. Okay. So again, this is not like like they say this ain't for play play. That's okay. Right. This ain't for play play. We're trying to get it right. Yeah, joking we we have some hot fire guests and some provocative topics for you this season, and our secrets village just continues to grow because of you. Our listeners, we owe it all to you. We are trying to blow it up in 2023. We got some new resources. We're going to be trying to get this 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 Instagram thing cracking. We're going to try to get the TikTok stuff rolling. Right, we got a lot of things we have, you know, going on. So you can help us out by telling five friends. This is friends helping friends here. That's right. Five friends to listen, join our uh, LinkedIn group, and write a review on Apple or Spotify. Also, get that gear. I know it's hot over here, but I, I had to wear my goddamn sweatshirt. It is. It's 100 degrees over here I had to wear my today. new sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm up in there sweating, boy, but I'm wearing my new sweatshirt today. I don't he care. He got his little alpha color proud yeah, yeah, sweatshirt you, you on. It. Over here sweating. And it's, it's, sweating like in a sauna. And this cold glass of D-R-A-N-K in this cup, Okay. Absolutely. And the coin meter is spinning every day on our website. You know, we have helped you get over $8 million in total compensation increases since we started Secrets, and we're trying to get to 50 so we mm-hmm. can shut mm-hmm. this mother down, right? <laughs> At the end of the day. So if you've been putting off coaching, stop it. It's time to invest in yourself. Tell a friend also. Mm-hmm. Book 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it with us if you don't want to go all in. But Spend the time because it's going to be worth it when you do it. Trust and believe. Yeah. I mean, and and, and if you don't believe us, honestly, read those read those testimonials. Yes. You know, on the website. We didn't make the stuff up. You up. know, people are sending us information, you know, all the time. So, look, we're going to use our power for good by filling up these doggone cups. Yes, okay, <laughs> And producing some more gems for you. So, Secrets Village... We so appreciate each and every one of you. We really do. So again, thanks for tuning in to Secrets. And remember, when we share, you transform. Peace, everybody. Out. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed yet another episode of Secrets. If you are motivated and excited about being a part of the Secrets Village after listening to Keith and Ricky, please show these brothers some love by spreading the word to people that you know need this knowledge. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.